Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, y'all. Uh, I'm just hopping on here to say happy pride from me and my boyfriend, Jeff, who is refusing to be in the video but is in the room. Uh, I just wanted to say that even though I'm not gay or even bi, which is insane because I went to an all-girls school. Jeff thinks that's hot. <laughs> Um, I am most certainly an ally, and I love seeing y'all out there shaking your thing. So um, I just wanted to say celebrate and have fun. You really deserve it, sissy. And I have a gay cousin, so I know exactly what you're going through. Stop! <laughs> Boy, what's her name again? The actress for, uh, who did the, hi, gay. Is this the same one? Same actress. She's a I'm comedian. I'm so done with She's her. She's so funny. If you haven't seen My her. Jeff's in the room, but he doesn't want to be on camera. Yeah, but, but I'm. Original all-girl school talk. <laughs> which is really wild, because I'm not, I'm not, but also. I know exactly what you're going through. Yeah. Thank you. My cousin's gay, so I know exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the morning. Good we do have morning. A, we do have a couple days left of Pride. Uh, did we get her name, Justin? Mix, uh, Meg Stalter. Meg Stalter, that's right. She's My- also on Hacks this season. She's the secretary. Stop! Wait, what's Hacks? HBO Max? I've never you seen it. You haven't watched it? it? No. Oh, that's what show. she's known for. Okay, so my fiance was telling me all about her. He loves her. She's yeah, fantastic. It's so funny. Some I love the, it. Some of the best content to come out this Pride season. And then, honey, there's been a lot. We've been bombarded yes. at every turn with rainbow this and rainbow that and, and and every kind of rainbow, by the way. Oh, I will tell you this though. We're gonna talk about this a little bit later on, but we were in Denver over the weekend, so we're a little bit we're a little bit slap happy right now. Uh, Michaela performed. Her new Pride anthem. It was so fun. Her, oh, my God. Her partner, DJ Lisa, was also performing. And uh, Emil and I were on stage with fans doing really intricate fan work. They really were, for, you guys. For a solid hour. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I don't know who's. I don't know who the party was for. I the know it was us. the four of us. <laughs> yes. It was as if nobody and was in the And 84 million lesbians. Twelve packed. 1,200 people. Yeah. It was so crazy, though, and I felt so bad. So it was wild. We were all excited to go to Denver. It was going to be outside. They had this jumbotron. It was supposed to be, like, really intense. The last minute, thunderstorms. So they have to move the entire event inside. I call AJ. I'm like, hey, babe, we're going to go to the airport soon. You're, like, still at the airport. I've been delayed 12 hours. (laughs) All of our flights got delayed. Everything got crazy. And then the event finally happened. Time of our lives. Time of our lives. Lisa was DJing. I was in my heels, jumping next to you. You two were doing fan work. I don't know if the lesbians were impressed by us, but we were living. Oh, they hated us. You know what I will tell you? No, they loved us. I will say this, though. You know what I love about you? Huh. 
how I start and say, we're not going to talk about this now. We'll get to this later. However, and you give <laughs> the entire so rundown excited. of a three-day weekend in, in one breath. Okay, pretend like I didn't say anything. Well, there's, listen, there's still, still so much more that I didn't say. There's a lot you didn't say. We'll share it later. We've got details Great. to share. Denver's a fun city, y'all. Just not when it's raining. Don't go there when it rains. Apparently, it's sunny 300 days out of the year, but it was raining the first two we were there. So that was sort of an odds, so random, but odds shout breaker. Out, <clears throat> shout out to our listeners at Alice 105. Point nine FM HD two. Yeah, ran into some random listeners while we were there, yeah, which is a really fun thing awesome. over the weekend. Uh, we're, we're kicking things off with so what did I miss? While we were uh, busy celebrating our, our gayest lives this weekend in Denver, there was tragedy in Miami, and we're going to give you the latest on that as well. Uh, and then there is there is something sort of fun that's happening right now that one wealthy couple in Utah is doing for those who have survived the pandemic. Uh, it involves a scavenger hunt. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. Uh, but we're, we're talking that in about 12 minutes. Uh, right now, though, it is time for news on the beat. Michaela, what do you have? Okay, well, rescue cu- rescue crews are still searching through the debris, and families are still waiting in agony after a Miami-area condo building partially collapsed last week. At least nine people are confirmed dead, and 152 are unaccounted for this morning. Crews have carved out trenches contained a deeply rooted fire and burrowed into the site to pull out remains as those above ground use canines sonar and heavy equipment to locate the missing some families have expressed frustration at how long rescue and recovery efforts are taking three years ago a structural report on the building showed major issues in a need of repair but did not indicate whether it was at risk of collapse officials are now inspecting nearby buildings for signs of structural damage you know i don't know how that goes but if you see something like that where it it kind of clearly needs to be redone. Wouldn't you just do that, or are you well, so the, expensive? So the issue. So there's a couple issues at play here. One, this is 40 years old, and they and they and they. It's beachside, so the sea salt coming through the air constantly uh, would land on the basically the base of this, the basement level of this building, and it wasn't built at this slant, so the water wasn't wasn't. Uh, running off it was sitting and evaporating over and over every single day for 40 years and this this is the weather in miami right Uh. so the salt and the sea salt almost made the concrete the structure the base of this the foundation porous so it almost became like a sponge that when dried out was brittle and the whole thing just crumbled and collapsed this is an issue in beachside cities which is something that we, we do looking into but also there's a lot of money at play here, and this was not a privately owned. It was a, it was a co-op, so the the homeowners, the people living in the building, all owned this building. God. So there's no like there's no like adult in the room. There's no like parent in charge. Yeah, they're still definitely it. and they're also saying that people could get paid off to to give people permits for these sorts of buildings. It's very very messy. I can't even imagine just just looking at that and wondering if anybody could have survived it. But also to be a family member of somebody knowing that like. There were reports. They, they did reports on this. Yeah. They, they knew this could happen, and yet here we are. And it's really fascinating. I mean, sorry, just to go off on a bit of a tangent, because um, it's been a weekend away, that there's so much talk about infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure. There's a lot of these sort of scenarios that could happen across the United States all over the place right now. Yeah. And bridges and, and buildings, and we don't talk about it because we think we're America. These things don't happen. Buildings don't just fall down. Yeah. <clears throat> Yet here we are, and these people are mourning. Awful. All right, well, let's get into a little bit of weather. Summer's here, and it's queer, and it's brought to you by McDonald's. It's going to be a high of 91 in New York today, 82 in L.A., 108 in Vegas, 79 in Houston, 115 in Palm Springs, and 109 in Phoenix. Now, uh, at McDonald's, you can get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid Strawberry Watermelon Slushie or McCafe Fraps and Smoothies for just $2.
Now give us a vibe of the day. This one hits for me. Every time I thought I was being rejected from something good, I was actually being redirected to something better. Obsessed. Uh-huh. I love that. Trust it. All right, well, coming up in What Did I Miss? A Utah couple sends people hunting for buried treasure, and we discuss next. So what did I miss? What did I miss? So Michaela and I decided uh, to spend the weekend in Denver living our gayest lives. It was a fun weekend. We hope you had a fun weekend, too. Whether you're celebrating Pride somewhere across the country, I know it was New York City Pride as well. Of course, it's so on brand for us. New York City has their pride and we go to Denver. Um, but <laughs> there's a lot going on this weekend. Uh, really heartbreaking news coming out of Miami, uh, the Miami, Florida area over the weekend after this condo tower collapsed. Uh, Michaela just updated us in news on the beat moments ago that nine confirmed dead, 152, I believe, uh, still, uh, still missing. And when numbers are that high, uh, the likelihood of any of those being recovered this this far removed from the actual event, uh, that number goes down and down and down as each minute passes. Apparently, developers of the the condo tower were accused of paying off officials to get permits, uh, and now Miami is urging inspections of all buildings taller than six stories and over 40 years old within 45 days. That's a tall that's a tall order um, for for the city of Miami, but it's just it's just a sad sad reminder that. Although we live in one of the greatest countries in the entire world, things like this can still happen. Yeah. And those site inspections that might seem mundane or sort of like not necessary, uh, when I'm talking buildings, bridges, all sorts of structures, uh, there are people who do that for a living and they do it very well. And the, the man who looked at this building three years ago said there's many, many problems. You're looking at a, a, a catastrophe in the future if you don't do something about this. And and here we are. Um, so sending so much love to Miami, of course. Um, but we'll keep we'll keep an eye on this story uh, as it develops and, of course, keep you informed. Absolutely. Uh, but let's, let's lighten things up a bit. Okay, well, it's the Tour de France. Uh, police are searching for a missing fan who caused a huge crash with a oh, yeah. sign. This is wild. Yeah, this is crazy. Uh, the race's organizers are reportedly intent on suing the spectator who caused a mass crash. The fan was responsible for the accident, and it was brandishing a large cardboard sign with a message to her grandparents as she stood on the side of the road. Uh, this is so interesting to me. The police say they intend to charge the unnamed spectator with unintentional short-term injury through a manifestly deliberate breach of a duty of safety or care. Did you know that? I'm- that sounds like a very, very complicated accusation against her. Sounds like she just tried to get on TV and show her grandma and grandpa, you know, some love. And she, she yeah. messed up the whole tour de France. Okay. How many- that doesn't track for me, though, me trying to say hi to Vivian. I'm like, look, grandma, okay, take so- the whole place out justin how many people crashed uh it was into the hundreds like they had to oh my god they had the leaders slow down because it was it was the first day and it could have just ruined the entire tournament or the entire you know series well lance armstrong already did that ruined the whole thing um wow hundreds hundreds that's insane but how do you even prepare for that i guess do they not have like rails or like guarding so that people can't get well it's like out in public yeah so it's it's these are it's a street race well, from and now so, on, they're going to have to put some blocks or something so that yeah, people can't get by even, the bikers. I don't know how they even would. It goes hundreds of miles, so I yeah. don't know how you could. Yeah. And also, you got to think these bikers, they're not out for like a leisurely stroll like you and I would be on a bike. It's oh, not yeah. like that. They're racing. We're not in like a tuk-tuk. 
I was on a tuk-tuk this weekend. <laughs> I'll tell you about that a little bit later on. But uh, first, I want to tell you about a way you can make some money. You ready for this? I have an opportunity of a lifetime for you, Michaela. Great. Love it. Give it to ready me. Ready to head to uh, Utah? Yeah. Are you good with clues? Yeah. Like scavenger hunts? Yeah, love. Well, apparently, John Maxim and David Klein buried $5,000 in the mountains of their native Utah to uplift their community during the start of the COVID outbreak last year. The treasure was found after just four days. So now they're doing the same thing uh, to celebrate sort of the end of COVID-19 in the United States. And they're, they've got $10,000 out there. So if you're, if you're good with clues... And you just happen to be, you know, in in you know the area, and have your hiking gear ready to go. You can make ten thousand dollars, Michaela. I mean, it's I easy money. I don't want to brag, okay, but I killed Blue's Clues, and <laughs> I feel like between reading Nancy Drew and watching mm-hmm. Blue's Clues on Nickelodeon, I would be able to take down anything and find anybody or anything. So I'm not worried. Also, is this a gay couple? Two men just happen to put their money together. I love it. Love gays in Utah. It's literally a chest full of cash, too. It's not even like a check or an IOU. It's actual hard cash and some silver coins. I I would do it. That sounds fun. I love this kind of stuff. Yeah, I love little adventures. I was telling uh, Emil over the weekend how you plan on doing a murder uh, party for me someday because it's my dream. And he says, please don't let her do that. And I said, why? He's like, she'll accidentally murder you. And I said... She said the same thing to me last week. She would accidentally get a fake gun with rubber bullets, and it'd be a real thing, and I'd be a goner. I didn't even say that. I I thought that, but then Lisa said it, and then my makeup artist also said it. They were like, like, you're not the one to be in charge No, my fiance is begging me not to let you do it. But I'm going to do it anyway. I'm just going to be really careful, okay? And really pay attention. (laughs) To what? I don't... To this surrounding area. (laughs) I'd like to buy the world a home and furnish it with Oh, Justin. You're a stone-cold weirdo. Why what year that? did this Coca-Cola commercial come out? 1971. 1971. You're going to play a cooler one in the 90s? Yeah. Have there been any since? This is the iconic one. I mean, the whole finale of Mad Men was based off of this. You're such a weirdo for so many reasons. I know. We're just going to give this one to you, Justin. Just, uh, Take just it over, baby. One of them. So, okay. <laughs> so Coca-Cola is making headlines right now. Right now, they tried to do something cool and creative to get their fans around the world to interact uh, with their labels, right? But they've hit some snafus. This wasn't maybe the most thought out, well thought out idea. Uh, they wanted to do personalized bottles to bring some summer fun to its fans. Instead, it met the internet because the internet ruins everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Literally everything. Yeah. Too nothing, much freedom. That's what you get when you have too much freedom. Yes. Nothing can... Oh, oh, be careful. Nothing can be done like just for fun anymore, right? Well, apparently, for example, Black Lives Matter blocked out. Can't put Black Lives Matter on a bottle. However, you can put White Lives Matter if that were a thing. How? I, How? <laughs> so Ugh. you can't you cannot say gay pride on your bottle, but you could write I hate gays if you wanted to. Oh good. You can't write Hitler or Nazi, those make sense. But you could write I am Hitler or I am a Nazi. Oh very good. Good, good, good. <laughs> so here's the thing. 
What a relief. Am I right? I feel like a team of people probably got together and said, okay, these are the words we should avoid. So there's probably an algorithm or a, a computer-based system somewhere yeah. that doesn't allow you to put certain things in. And then all of these unforeseen things happen because the internet is full of a-holes who try to get creative and ruin Christmas for everyone. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm never going to talk bad about Coca-Cola because they sponsored our entire tour. Yeah. And I've worked very closely with Coca-Cola. Also, Lisa's obsessed with Coca-Colas. It's like her favorite drink ever. I, but I, I've never thought about that. So if you say you can't have certain words put together, you're going to have to make sure that you just like X them out altogether. Yeah, you got to think them through. That's so crazy. Like, what you- world do we live in that people just now want to? That's where they find the humor. Like something that's just supposed to be sweet and fun and cool after Should a pandemic. We make Lisa a custom Coke bottle. Should that. She's obsessed. She's obsessed with Coca-Colas. So how do we do this, Justin? I know there's a story right in front of me right now, but it's like their website. There like, is what, a website. Should we you... send her one that says, I hate gays? Yeah, that's right. Uh, is that allowed? I, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, okay. that, that's the only one that is allowed. Can it say lesbian lover on it? Because she Ooh. is Michaela's lesbian lover. How do we do it? And I'll tell you this weekend. I know she. nobody loves a bottle of Coca-Cola quite like Lisa Pittman. No, they they really don't. But when I saw her DJ in this weekend. Okay, t- it How was, was different. It? it was different. I know. So let's put DJ Lisa Pittman on it because I, I was like, listen, I've seen some DJs. I know like people like Paris Hilton are DJs, right? And that's problematic for me. And I can't even imagine how problematic it must be for an actual DJ like Lisa because she did all the things. Like she was pushing the for buttons and years. sliding the things and doing the circle thing, like all of it. And usually when I see DJs at clubs nowadays, they play their MacBook. And oh, yeah, no, it... DJ, uh, DJ, Lisa spins. Oh, no, I saw. She was doing a thing where she was sliding buttons up and down, pushing buttons, and then did a spin, held it with her finger for a while, and then let go of it at just the right moment, and I started going bonkers. I know! I started up, jumping up and down. I know, it was she amazing. A, she deserves a Coke. She deserves a Coca-Cola. Just for me. That says, love AJ. But here's the thing, like, with these Coke bottles, like... I, I understand like the kind of like oh it has my name on it, but at the end of the day you're drinking it and throwing it away. No, you're not. No, no, no people no, no, no. save oh, it. Oh, they save them. Oh yeah, yeah, they really? save them. You put them in like a curio cabinet or something where I come from. People have that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You just want to hold on to a plastic Coke bottle forever. No, what well, the, they're glass. Well, oh, these okay. aren't glass, I guess. But yeah, they're made nicely. Are these glass ones? I don't know. They better be if you're paying for it. Why wouldn't I it think be? they are? Because I think that on, to be honest, somebody did make one for Lisa one time. I think might have been even my Zia that sent her one. Um, but they're glass. I will say that I think they're a sweet gift if that's what you want. I just think that it's so sad that we live in a world where we have to like make sure certain words aren't put together, phrased together. Well, that's because... the that's the flip side of it. We live in a world where we are aware of these things because of social media, but also because of social media, we have to deal with the a holes who try to take. It's the same people. It's the same type of people who are like, uh, well, fine. Though, when do we get straight pride? When's, yeah, when's, when's yeah. White History Month? Let's have that now. Oh, it, come yeah. on. Because uh, they didn't know these things existed Yeah, <laughs> 10 it's years all of ago. a sudden just a big surprise for yeah. everybody except for us. I'm going online to buy her a bottle right now, even if somebody, even if your Zia already did it. Do it. She will love it anyway. All right, coming up, Disney is getting super gay. We're looking inside its first Pride concert and what went down. Coming up next and what's popping.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jesse J. Yes, I want honey. love too. I love the orchestration of it all. I do too. Very, very dramatic. We love the drama. Uh, you're going to bring a little drama and what's popping perhaps uh, in just a moment. But before I let you do that, we do have a couple of days left of Pride Month. So that means there's still an opportunity for you to do good. Maybe you feel like, you know, you're a little naughty this month. It's okay. I've been naughty it's, good. It's, it's okay. You can give back to the community. There's still time to make up for your mm, maybe troublesome decision-making this month. Love that for you. This is me projecting my own issues. Right. Uh, but we're partnering with uh, Ralph's and Food for Less for all of Pride Month uh, to help out the Los Angeles LGBT Center to help fill the fridge for our homeless LGBT youth and seniors in need. All you have to do is grab your phone, text the word FRIDGE to 20357 for the next couple of days until Pride Month is over. Ralph's and Food for Less will match your donation. They're going to double it. So if you can give back, please do so. Michaela, what's popping? Okay, well, Disney had a very, very gay um, inside. It's first. We have the insight to uh, Disney's first Pride concert. And honestly, it includes all of our favorites, all people we've had on the show. Todrick Hall, who just came out with Femulin, one of my dearest friends. The album is incredible. He made an appearance. Take a listen to Todrick. Bop when you listen to Todrick's version. Yeah. I love it. I, I just love the manifestation of all of this. Todrick's yeah. obsessed with all things Disney. Yeah. He's been doing Disney videos on YouTube for so many years. It's kind yeah. of how he really started to pop for a lot of people. And then here you are, full circle. Yeah, I love it. Well, he wasn't the only one that performed. Haley Kiyoko also sang a song that totally makes sense. Take a listen. Sounds good. Her voice sounds incredible. Um, it's really great that Disney is doing This Is Me, the Pride Celebration Spectacular. It was incredible. You could stream it on Disney Plus. And I and think that also Nina West, let's not leave her oh, out. I was I host, host of the whole thing. Oh, so good. I wasn't going to. I just wanted to give a little <laughs> rev up to who really did um show up. I can't believe that Nina West has done all of the things that she's done. She's everywhere. I feel like she's in every single one of our What's Poppins. Literally, every day. we were at the Triangle Bar in Denver for Pride all weekend long and we had to get back to get to our flight and she was getting ready to perform Ugh. in Denver at Triangle. I'm like, you're everywhere. And Vassy too. Well, she Vassy, performed. We one love of the Vassy. reasons we decided to go to Denver and you and I decided to get on flights back here because we have to be here early. Yeah, so. we decided we probably shouldn't call in Monday. We didn't get to see. Could have. Yeah. Didn't. Proud of us. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, speaking of Nina West, here's her performance. Uh, see if you recognize the voice that she's duetting with. 
Someday we'll find it The rainbow connection The lovers, the dreamers and me People may not understand actually how iconic yeah. that is that she's performing the Rainbow Connection with Kermit, with Kermit the Frog for Disney, for Disney as a drag queen. As a drag queen from Ohio. I mean, it's unbelievable. I'm just so proud of her. And I feel like I love, in a lot of ways, what the direction our community is going. I mean, we're still constantly fighting. We have a story in the final hour of one of my dear friends and influencers and one of the stars of the uh, Love Tale on BET where she was harassed this weekend at a Pride event, if you can imagine, here in Los Angeles, and we'll discuss with her. But for now, it's incredible that we still have these moments to celebrate as well. So congratulations to Todd Kaylee, Disney, Nina West. Just a great time. It's just, it's just really, you make a really, really fantastic point, though, because it literally is an iconic moment. Like, you think of the zeitgeist of pop culture and, like, what's sort of out there. It doesn't get any bigger than this. No. She's worked with Dolly Parton recently. Like, Because Willie Nelson wrote Rainbow Connection. Am I right or no? No. I think he did only because Casey Musgraves did a duet with Willie Nelson to Rainbow Connection. And I feel it was like the best of Willie Nelson. That could be totally wrong. But if that's the case... He performed it originally, did he? Paul or no? Williams. Paul Williams wrote it uh, okay. for the Muppet movie in 1979. Willie okay. did cover it, though. Okay, okay. But again, that's a big deal. Casey Musgraves and Willie Nelson were the last ones to cover it before now Nina West. I mean, it's just like all around brings everything so full circle. Yeah. It's crazy. All right, well, coming up in our next hour, uh, Congresswoman Lisa Middleton joins us from Palm Springs. As we're rounding out Pride, she gives us... Um, her opinion on Caitlyn Jenner and why pride is important to her coming up. Coming up in about 13 minutes from right now, we're talking to Lisa Lisa Middleton. She's the first uh, elected official in the state of California uh, who also happens to be a member of our trans community. She's out of uh, Palm Springs. We're talking to her about um, what's going on in Palm Springs right now as we reopen slowly. Also, we want to get her thoughts on Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, this is a conversation we had with her on our Friday show. Uh, we're going to share it with you again now. So if it does sound a little bit outdated uh, after you hear this breaking news coming out of Washington, that's why. Yes. The Supreme Court just handed our trans brothers and sisters a major victory. Michaela Gordon, what do you have for us in News on the Beat? Well, I just would like to say spending pride um, with you in Denver this weekend, I saw a lot of our trans brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. and you know we live in LA and we talk about it a lot but to see and now interact with our trans brothers and sisters and just see how difficult it is it brought so much perspective I introduced one of the dancers and they said can you please respect my pronouns and I was like of of course absolutely but you see how important it is especially face to face you also have no idea anymore yes you have no idea how anyone identifies because people are becoming more comfortable and so the pronouns are very very key and it used to be, okay, I, you could, like, back in the day, you could clock somebody. I'm like, okay, this person's trans, this person's lesbian, this person's gay. We can figure it out, and we can work through it. Now, you have no clue. Yeah. And it's beautiful, but it's going to take a little time for people to yeah. catch up. Absolutely. But it's, it's, a, it's a good problem to have. Well, it's a big deal because uh, the Supreme Court just this morning declined to take up the issue of whether the nation's schools must allow students to use the bathroom that match their gender identities. Uh, the court declined without comment to hear the case of Gavin Grimm, who has been at the center of a long legal battle with the school board in Virginia. Now, Grimm was born female, but identified as male after his freshman year in high school, legally changing his name 
and beginning hormone therapy. The first, the principal at first gave him permission to use the boys' bathroom, but the school board later adopted a policy saying restrooms were limited to the corresponding biological genders. Lawyers from the American Civil Liberties Union representing Grimm told the court that treating him differently by requiring him to use separate single stall bathrooms singled him out and stigmatized him as unfit to use the same restroom as his peers. They said there was no need for the Supreme Court to take up the appeal because the lower courts that have considered the issue reached the same conclusion that treating transgender students differently violates a federal law that bans sex discrimination in school programs. Um, Justice Justices Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito said the Supreme Court should have taken the case. It's wild because we looked at the Supreme Court coming into this last session thinking 6-3 conservative split. Amy Coney Barrett, Neil Gorsuch, and Justice Kavanaugh, all three of them sided with the liberals on this one. That's crazy. And John Roberts, Chief Justice, of course. But it, it's, a, it's a big win. I mean, and they really just basically said, we're not going to touch this, touch this, meaning that what has already been put in place now stays in place. Uh, but it's a big deal. You know, it's interesting because when I was at your event this weekend in Denver, I went to the restroom one time. And everything there was co-ed. It was, it was non. There's no gender Nothing. assigned to the bathrooms. And we do that in, in California and the Abbey, but they they still have like a male and a female sort of side-ish. And you can go in either, really. But they're they're still kind of separated. And then like the wash area for your hands and stuff. That's all together. Well, it was interesting because I got in line and it was a like predominantly lesbian event. There were more lesbians there than I've probably been around in years. Yeah, same. And to go to the restroom at a urinal with a bunch of women waiting in line behind me did feel a little bit interesting to me for a moment. And, and Emil was like, why? Who cares? And I was like, why do we care? Well, like, why you know actually do we? When I introduced one of the performers, they said, and I said, what are your pronouns? And they said, it's fey femme. Now, immediately you're like, oh, is this new? Like, are there more pronouns being added? But it's not my job to question. It wasn't my job to do anything. It was my job to introduce them as Faye, Femme, speak to them that way. And they ended, Faye ended up coming up to me crying and was like, look, I know it's kind of weird, but like, thank you for respecting my pronouns because a lot of people don't. People, you don't need to question anything. If that's what they want to be or Faye or they or she or her, like it's not yeah. your business. If you can memorize somebody's name, Yeah. you can figure out their pronouns. Yeah, it's you know what I mean, I know your name's Justin. I know your name's Michaela. I don't just I don't say the wrong name. Yeah. It's no different. It's just training your brain to be more respectful of people. Yeah. It was Our, like, I, I loved that I diversity of your event though. Yeah. Because it, it was, was great. like it was predominantly lesbian, but there are a lot of gay guys there. There's a lot of like there was a every lot. member and of our also, community. Was a there. lot of them did not identify as uh, lesbian. They yep. a lot of them identified as non-binary. Non-binary, yes. So that's nope. where we're at. Nope. All right. Well, summer's here and it's queer and it's brought to you by McDonald's. It's gonna be a high of one oh nine in Phoenix today, a high of 106 in Seattle, 93 in Baltimore, 82 in Buffalo, 88 in St. Louis, and 117 in Cathedral City. Now at McDonald's, get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid Strawberry Watermelon Slushie or McCafe Fraps and Smoothies for just two bucks. Now give us a vibe of the day. You want a vibe of the day? I want it. Is that what you want? I want it. Does that mean I should have it opened on my yeah, phone already? That's okay. It's a Monday. Every time I thought I was being rejected from something good, I was actually being redirected to something better. I love that. I love that. All right. Well, coming up, the first trans elected official, uh, Lisa Middleton, joins us not only to talk about Caitlyn Jenner, but now the Supreme Court's ruling. It's a big deal, and it's happening during Pride next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Come on, Gaga. Come on, Gaga. You know what else I realized during Pride this year? Go off. Gaga's not the only queen anymore. I learned in Pride This is Pride still my too. song for Pride, but like, no. God, no, there's like... It's different now. Yeah. Gaga yep. was like reigning supreme for a while. You also know what I love? What? Nerds are cool. Nerds are really cool. Like Denver Pride this weekend, the nerds, the nerd of it all. Like all these young people that were just so quirky and weird and different and strange and all like people were dressed like pirates for Pride. It was like all the nerds were out and that, it wasn't that way when Denver. I came out. I, I don't know if it's like that it's still in LA. Like Denver, I will say for our listeners... Uh, listening on Alice 105.9 HG2. You guys are so cool and yeah. down to earth and so sweet. They were so welcoming to me and the kind of like lesbian that I am. I loved it. AJ, Justin? please define a pirate. A pi- well, there were people actually dressed like pirates. Yeah. Like eye Like, and- yes, with full on like costumes. Like they were looking for pirates booty. Yeah, they were looking for booty. We, we saw a whole group of people dressed like uh, dragons. And trolls? Yeah. Like, they're Furby types? Yeah. I also when saw... Did, a, when did Pride turn into a cosplay event? Yeah, kind of. It's I always also, been. I also saw a guy being walked around a bar the other night in a, in a dog leather mask with a collar on him. And his, that seems more yeah, on, on that, point. No. Like, very like No, in Denver, there's, like, they're very open and yeah. very cool. Like, in LA, there's certain parties, there's yeah. certain places you go, but it's just all one place in Denver. Uh, so it was a pretty pretty fun weekend, uh, but Pride as it's coming to a close. Uh, one of the most powerful members of our community, you know, speaking government wise, uh, is Karine Jean Pierre. Jean Pierre, I can't say her. Karine Jean Pierre. Um, now she is the White House Deputy Press Secretary uh, and the first out woman to hold a press briefing at the White House, and also just the second Black woman to lead a press briefing on behalf of the White House. White House. She has a long. Uh, has long appeared to be proud of her identity. She's very open, very proud about who she is, and there's so much power in that. Uh, but she was moved to share a touching message about uh, how that wasn't always the case uh, just recently, and she's being very open. So it's just really interesting to me that we live in an era now where somebody who is holding a position like this uh, is talking about emotions yeah, and feelings well, and their experience. I would like to say, um, just because it... it feels relevant we were in debt we were at denver and we were hanging out with like our group of friends and one of the girls had tagged along that we'd never met she's 22 years old beautiful lives in denver a really successful hairstylist and we got to talking and she said that she's bisexual but if she told her family they would disown her her catholic family her big sister and she started like sobbing in the middle of this like denver bar and i felt so bad because i am very privileged to be like Mm -hmm. my coming out was nothing we don't need coming out parties anymore and the truth is yeah we do she's 22 she's that newer generation and she can't even tell her family because they would disassociate from her why are people such a-holes yeah why so her thread though she she comes out and shares the story through a series of tweets uh and just getting an outpouring of love and support uh from jen saki the white house press secretary uh anna navarro who is a republican but sort of moderate she's one of the co-hosts of the view uh she just shares her story and just it's, it's so heartfelt 
But you're so right, Michaela, because I think living here in West Hollywood for so many years and being a man of a certain age and being white and gay and, and successful in this industry, you start to forget what actually pride is. Yeah. Right. And for me, I'm like, okay, I don't want to see a bunch of queens that are all, you know, in their 40s and 50s who still have six packs somehow and big bulging biceps and their little shorts and tank tops and their, you know, their high socks and their and their high tops. Because that's sort of the, the West Hollywood look, right? And... Or like Palm Springs. God love Palm Springs. There's a lot of privilege there. There's a lot of money there. There's a lot of yeah. old money there. And so for us, what pride is, is very different from this younger generation. It's still very, very much needed because I saw these kids this weekend. And again, just the, the utter joy. I, I we, were, we were having brunch and this girl, she might have been 16, 17 years old. And she was standing there with her dog and she had a full rainbow tutu on like tool all the way down to the floor and she was like kind of like awkwardly dancing around by herself and then she saw her friend and they screamed from across like the plaza and went running up to each other and the one girl you could tell was a little bit embarrassed that her friend was in all rainbow but also she was very proud and like loved it and like they just had tears in their eyes and i was just like oh my gosh that's so cool yeah they're out here expressing themselves and supporting each other and like that's what pride's actually about. It's creating that space. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing, especially coming out of a pandemic. You know, we've been doing a lot of like panel talks and, uh, you know, we don't always enjoy them because it's a lot during pride. Yeah, I don't you know, want to be on another panel for a while. But one thing that we keep coming across is until it's equality for all, we, we just don't want it. And our trans brothers and sisters are still fighting. Our black queer community mm -hmm. is still fighting. And so as much as pride is about the parties, pride is about having big conversations. Like I said, we're talking to a friend, an influencer of mine, a friend of mine in the final hour. Well, she probably influences she was, you too. She really does. I love her. <laughs> She's a huge activist. She's a black and queer lesbian. And um, she was her and her friends were uh, dealt with homophobia just here in Los Angeles this weekend. And so, so annoying. Still just so necessary to have these conversations. So I'm so happy about Karina Jean-Pierre and her touching story. Now coming up uh, in What's Poppin' at the BET Awards were last night. Big news coming from Cardi B's camp and Little Nas X we discuss next. I love Cardi B. I love Lil Nas X. I know. Turns out they're both in What's Poppin' this morning. Can't wait to get to that. But before we do that, there is some business at hand. We have a couple days left of Pride, and here's your opportunity to give back. Uh, during the month of Pride, Ralph's and Food for Less are partnering with the uh, Los Angeles LGBT Center to help fill the fridge. Fridge. Why have I said that wrong both times this morning? Fridge. <laughs> the fridge, or Aether. Help, help fill the fridge for our homeless LGBT youth and seniors in need. Listen, we had a lot of fun in Denver this weekend. It was Pride. Oh, Mondays are rough. And I'm going to be honest with you. This goes for all entertainers and maybe just people in general. I haven't done a nine-hour gig <laughs> right. in heels. Yeah. Traveled back and forth within 48 hours in a year and a half. Yeah. I don't have the same stamina, honey. I'm tired. I haven't partied that much in two years. I know. I forgot what it was like, but I can still hang, sort of. Yeah, well, uh, here's how you can give back, though. If you grab your phone, text the word fridge to 20357 uh, to donate to the Los Angeles LGBT Pride Pantry. Uh, Ralph's and Food for Less are going to double donations this entire month. You only have a couple of days left. Um, our LGBTQ youth and seniors, uh, our homeless uh, community, they really need your help. And if you're in a position to give back, please do so. Uh, text the word fridge to 20357. Seven. Uh, BET Awards were last night. Big night. What are the main stories coming out of it? What's popping? Okay, well, I love this story. Um, Little Nas X 
went out. He's what he's doing. Yeah. Historically, he's breaking generational curses. He wore a gorgeous dress, mm-hmm. a gown on the red carpet at the BET Awards. Yep. He went on stage to perform on tarot, six pack showing, men all over him, all kissed, black men, kiss. every dancer, and then the oh, the kiss. The kiss is amazing, but this is very important because you're marrying a black man. Uh-huh. I my faux mother is a black woman. We know how black culture is. It's not yeah. very accepting to the LGBTQ community. A lot of it is religious beliefs. That's not necessarily a very comforting place no. to go to the BET Awards in a gown and make out with a guy. But he got a, got a huge applause. Yes. But it's interesting because the cameras, I noticed during his performance, they would go to the audience. They were panning into like Lena Waithe and like, like only queer Yeah. People. So I wanted, to, I wanted to see like... How uncomfortable is it? Some hardcore rappers. Yeah. Like bros. Yeah. Because here's the thing. There's a lot of... There's a lot of DL going on oh, for sure. in hip-hop culture and rap culture. And he called out, what was it, one of the other rappers months ago for sliding into his DMs uh, and then publicly being very, very, very straight. And there's more of that that goes on than we realize. But to kiss two black men, queer men, kissing with tongue yep. during a performance amazing at the BET Awards... Unheard of. I know. Incredible. It's incredible. Well, speaking of hardcore rappers, Cardi B yeah. is the baddest honey, and she came out with her man, joined her man on stage, and um, came out with this gorgeous jumpsuit on, and what revealed to be a big old belly, because mm. her and Offset are expecting baby number two. Now, as we know, they have culture, and she's so cute. Culture has the best style. They've had a bit of a rocky road, but I'm always so happy to see couples work it out, because relationships aren't easy um, and they're really cute together Uh, I think so too I think it's really also important to normalize infidelity difficulties in a relationship I read I've been reading Dr. Jen Mann's book Relationship Fix and one thing that it said Uh, I take off for two days and she falls in love with Dr. Jen Mann no but I love the book she's so great but she says and this really spoke to me she said when people meet their soulmate they think that they're never gonna fight they should Mm. like the same things that if they get into a fight clearly they're not soulmates she said sometimes you fight the most with your soulmate it's about fighting fair and you can still like we have to break the stigma around soulmates and just yep. being perfect for one another yep. and so let's normalize like well, not getting along people say all the time like we love your relationship all throughout Denver all weekend long we kept meeting people who were like oh my god I love you and Emil I've watched you guys on an award show Red Carpenter I follow you guys on Instagram like we love you the perfect relationship and like we were fighting all night Thursday and all night Friday night. Yeah. Like, we fought hard for two yeah. nights. Yeah, and listen, same with Lisa and I. We're like a little power couple DJing and singing. Yep. We've been through some rocky stuff. Yep. We put a lot of work in, and I'm proud of the work that we've put in. Yeah. So, I-, I love Cardi for that. Congratulations. Now, coming up, Paula Kenny joins us on our next hour to talk about Rudy Giuliani's suspension next. Oh, no. Oh, Not- here we go. Cat death metal, baby. I'll tell you this. Justin, this... Okay, the, the only thing that would have made... Okay, I tell you we were in Denver this weekend for Denver Pride, um, and there was a moment where Ubers were just too difficult. Uber, mm-hmm. Lyft, it's all just very messed up right now because of COVID. There aren't a lot of drivers. And our hotel randomly uh, has tuk-tuk drivers, like the bicycles with the two little seats and the little blanket. And so my partner says, well, I don't know how to get to this next bar. We're going to some gay bar called Tight End in Denver. Of course it is. Of course. Of course. It's, it's, it's a sports bar. And so we hear it's a good spot to go to and we'd already been to these all the other bars. So we're like, okay, well, we'll go there. We'll just get into Tuk Tuk. It's like midnight. It's, like, it's pretty late. And especially for me. 
And we get in this thing, and he's like, here, you can set up your Bluetooth, and you can listen to whatever you want to. He listened to La La Land, and then went into full-on Phantom of the Opera. There, that. So I'm telling you. This is so stupid. I love it so much. Low-key. We're blaring this on a tuk-tuk, riding through Denver, wearing all of our rainbow clothing. My partner is dressed like it's 100 degrees outside. It's 62 degrees and drizzling out. And we look, our, our little hoe butts on this tuk-tuk. I was laughing so hard, so hard you when this pee. came on. I literally had it's to, so I had to beg him to stop because I thought I was going, I couldn't catch my breath. I would never even thought of this. The only thing that would have been on that level for me was cat death metal. If that would have happened oh to randomly God. play, I would have been done. AJ, Wait, why didn't we you? play my single? You could have given it some promotion driving through the... <laughs> <laughs> we should have done that. AJ, one question for you. Uh-huh. Are you insane? I know. No. Are you crazy? <laughs> I, tell I you, think all of you should be in a psych ward right <laughs> now. People looking at us probably thought we were insane. Yeah. We had the time of our lives, It was though. so fun. Yeah. Honestly, I think that we forget what it's like to be out and about within yeah. the community. Yeah. I will say I had a different experience. Me and Lisa were in a straight bar. I mean, Lisa do not go to straight bars ever. And Lisa got drunk and started drinking. Also, I cannot say it enough. Lisa never drinks. She got drunk off pickled vodka shots. Mm, they oh were God. so good. And all of a sudden, she like turns into this person. You know, we call oh, her Mexico, yeah. Lisa. Yeah, I've got, yeah, I met and her in Puerto Vallarta. She... I don't know what was going on, but they were playing like Fall Out Boy and yeah. she was singing it, but she was like, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Wait, Michaela, that's not Fall Out Boy. Oh, I know. Was that Olivia Rodrigo? No, it's no, the that's My, My Chemical, Chemical Romance. Romance. Oh, they're all the same. But I was saying they were playing Fall Out Boy, but the song that she was singing, Justin, Come on. was I'm not okay. You're not that okay. That was my era. I love but she it. was, it was so funny. I'm just happy that you guys came. We had such a good time. We did have a great time. A lot was, a lot's been happening recently. This is the, a Monday morning back after a Pride weekend in another city. is kind of wild, uh, but things are changing quickly. Uh, we're adjusting our show just a bit to get Paula Canny, our favorite attorney, on. Talking about Rudy Giuliani's suspension, that, that did happen a few days ago, but just this morning, breaking news, a major decision came down from the Supreme Court uh, that has a huge impact on our trans community. Uh, so we're going to be talking to Paula Canny about all of that coming up in about 10 minutes from right now. So stick around for that. But um, Madonna. In the news, uh, what's going on? Okay, so Madonna helped kick off New York City's Pride celebrations this weekend with a surprise performance at the Standard Hotel's Boom Boom Room. She also unveiled a new video for Pride entitled No Fear, Courage, Resist, which premiered on jumbo screens in Times Square. Um, the performance was at a fundraiser for the Ali Forney Center and the House of Two, uh, the House of Us, two organizations that support LGBTQ youth and provide for LGBTQ communities. Now, the 62-year-old pop star showed up at 1.30 a.m. with blue hair, long pink but fingerless gloves, and a braless mesh top with leather straps that bore the words, not my president, spelled out in rhinestones. Her new No Fear, Courage, Resist video played on the jumbo screens in Times Square. I love Madonna so much. She's been a longtime supporter of the LGBTQ community and um, has just been so good to us. I I just hope that people understand that she's saying not my president about Trump, unless she's saying it about Biden. I don't know. She's so... I, I love Madonna. And Madonna's, Madonna's glory days are well behind her. Um, Listen, and I hate to say that because she's such an icon, but it's Lisa hard. was in love with Madonna. So was I. But she was like, as a lesbian. Yeah. Like, Madonna was what brought Lisa out of the closet. Like, she was obsessed with Madonna. Well, and I tried to show her the photos, and she was like, please don't show me those photos. It's not the Madonna I fell in love with. Just don't. I just hope, I hope 
hope Lady Gaga doesn't become this. I hope Beyonce doesn't become this. I feel like Gaga has potential to become this. I do, I do too. <laughs> what, Beyonce won't. Beyonce won't. Beyonce will be Diana Ross. Yes. She'll be iconic forever. Yes. Who will, Gaga, Ariana, who will Ariana Grande be? I don't know. I don't. I don't think of her that way. Because Ariana Grande is, is a supporter of our community, and she's like whatever. But I feel like Gaga and Madonna We're are always like very protest. They're like Cindy Lauper. They're like yeah. protest. They speak out. Like it's a little bit different. Yeah, that's okay. You're but right. But also, they kind of had to their generation. Yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, now let's get into a little weather because summer's here and it's queer and Palm Springs is so mad at us for talking about about Madonna. And to that I say, I'm sorry, but it's weird. I know, I know. It's going to be a high of 117 in Cathedral City, 99 in Sacramento, a high of 88 in St. Louis, 75 in Chicago, 81 in Buffalo, and a high of 91 in Baltimore. Now at McDonald's, get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid Strawberry Watermelon Slushy or McCafe Fraps and smoothies for just two bucks now give us a vibe of the day every time i thought i was being rejected from something good i was actually being redirected to something better i love that wow it's really good all right well uh coming up paula kenny joins us on rudy giuliani's suspension but more importantly the supreme court's decision on trans youth but for now is this justin it's fallout boy come on Justin, Brian Holt is going to kill you. Fallout Boy on the morning program beat. program director is literally shaking his head. He's probably running down the hallway this, right now. This is probably the whitest, straightest thing we've ever done. Turn it up! <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Lots of ground to cover today. Our show is ever-evolving as the Supreme Court just released a decision uh, that affects our trans community. We're going to talk about that with our attorney, Paula Canny, in just a moment. But first, she joins us to discuss Rudy Giuliani. Uh, Paula, Paula Canny, how are you? I'm great. How are you two doing today? You know, we're doing, girl. We're good. We're yeah. good. We're a little bit better off than, uh, than Rudy Giuliani right <laughs> now, I would think. But I want to start off with some audio of him speaking to Newsmax, okay. a very reputable uh, news organization, uh, recently on his <laughs> current state. There's no doubt if I was representing Hillary Clinton, I'd be their hero. I represented my client so effectively... So, so his, his argument is that he was so good at his job <laughs> that he's now in trouble, once again, <laughs> blaming everything on Hillary uh, but her emails. Uh, so okay. so what, is, what is your take on this guy? I mean, he's wild. Well, I mean, it's super sad. I mean, this guy at one time uh, was a United States attorney. At one time, he was a super well-regarded lawyer. So this is a huge deal. So let, let me try and sort of explain it. The state bar of New York has suspended his license to practice law. He hasn't been dis. So I tried to think of a good analogy. So, you know, every state regulates who can drive. So the state bar is to lawyers what DMV is to drivers. And basically the state bar is like 
you're such a bad driver, you can't drive, meaning you're <laughs> such a bad lawyer, you can't lawyer now. Wow. And so, I mean, it's really a big deal. And it also means when you're, when you're suspended by one state, you can't everybody other states the suspension the state that gave our license to begin with so it is extraordinary Paula Kenny we're gonna have you I'm so sorry Paula we're gonna have you actually call back because you're breaking up and this is really important we want to have uh, this conversation with you you stick around our our producer producer will um, take care of that but she's right I mean imagine being like you're such a bad attorney it's such a bad Attorney, you just can't practice anymore. That's well, mortifying. It's interesting because he's 77 years old. At that point in my career, I'm ready to throw in the towel yeah. already. So like, what, what do you find? And, and it brings up, it reminds me of, um, you know, Erica Jane's former husband, you know, Totally, Tom Girardi is going yeah. through this right now, and they, you hit a certain age where maybe you should just throw in the towel. Yeah. Paula Candy, you're joining us once again. You were saying it's a really big deal because not only can he not practice right now in New York, he can't go to some other state and just become an attorney again. Correct. I mean, every other state is going to acknowledge his suspension. And so the other thing is, usually when there are disciplinary actions against lawyers, they don't suspend interimly. They let you keep practicing. But the New York uh, court said, he's being so outrageous, we can't let him continue because he's violating all the rules and canons of New York law. And every state has that same rule lawyers are not supposed to lie even if your client wants you to you know that old joke how do you tell uh how do you tell when a lawyer's lying their lips are moving Mm. i mean he embodies that joke and that's what the court of appeals said so i mean he may ultimately get a law license back but it looks pretty doubtful and i mean this is a bad day for trump because Rudy Giuliani was one of the lawyers representing the Trump organization, and they're in negotiations right now with the state of New York whether or not the Trump negotiation to be charged criminally. So Trump has, is having a bad day. And the other thing is, you know, I wouldn't represent Donald Trump, I mean, no matter what, but, but Giuliani is the third lawyer who represented Donald Trump who's end up getting disbarred. So, you know, it's not a good client to have, let me tell you. Wow. That's so crazy. Uh, Well, we're going to continue having conversations with you, Paula Kenny, because in better news, breaking news, the Supreme Court on Monday declined to take up the issue of whether the nation's schools must allow students to use the bathroom that match their gender identities. And we want to discuss that with you. It's a big deal. Next. Welcome back to the show. We're joined again by attorney Paula Canny, our go-to gal for all things uh, <laughs> Supreme Court and otherwise. And we're going to talk about this this breaking news coming down from the Supreme Court in just a moment. Uh, but I do want to get some clarification on Donald Trump's legal woes. Uh, mm-hmm. They're looking into Trump organization. You mentioned in our last break uh, that three different attorneys that have worked with him have now been disbarred. Um, is he in danger of actually facing some repercussions are we talking jail time or is it the organization that is in danger of being sort of broken broken apart torn down or whatever i I think it's baby steps okay i mean lawyers are sort of even though lawyers or you say they have all this bravado really lawyers are kind of risk averse generally so i think they're going to go 
step by step. They will first do the Trump organization. Then they'll do the executive director of the Trump organization. And they're really trying to get him to turn on Donald Trump. And if he turns, then they'll have a slam dunk case against Donald Trump. But Donald Trump was smart how he set up his business operations because he's insulated. He has a layer of person. He has an executive director. He's got his sons. So he can just be like, oh, I didn't know what they were doing. And we all know that's not true. But, you know, knowing something and proving something is slightly different. So, no, I think he's in trouble. And I think they're going to eventually get him. Well, it sounds like almost the way that they would take down a mob family, right? The precision. It's almost like it's surgical precision. You have to strategically go after certain pieces of the puzzle yeah. to, get to, the, to get to the full picture. And it sounds like they're, try- they're trying to do that with Donald Trump right now. Well, I mean, that is a great point, AJ. And the reality of it is the Trump organization is basically like a mob family. I mean, if you look at all of the stuff that they've done. You don't think that setting up a fake school and over or the, you know, Trump University, he's lucky or that organization's lucky that they only were sued civilly because I think it was a, it, what they did there constituted a criminal fraud. So he's been given lots of breaks over the over the decades. Yeah. But I mean, this last thing about all of the uh you know, valuations of properties and stuff that it it really, if you or I did that, we'd be prosecuted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to turn something around, um, Paula Kenny, because as we're nearing uh, the end of Pride Month, the Supreme Court declined just this morning to take up the issue of whether the nation's schools must allow students to use the bathroom that match their gender identities. Amy Coney Barrett and Justice Brett Kavanaugh are just two that we thought were really going to be against us when it came to our trans brothers and sisters. But this is a big deal. What does this mean for our community? Well, it's it's actually a huge, huge, huge victory. So uh, Gavin Grimm, who was born female but identifies as male, you know, goes to school in Gloucester County, Virginia, and he asked to use the men's bathroom. Initially, they said they could, and then, then they said he could not. Then he filed a lawsuit. There were actually a series of lawsuits. He was represented by the American Civil Liberties Union, and ultimately he won. So the Supreme Court's not taking the is a huge victory transgender rights because it lets stand the lower court ruling that you can't treat transgender students differently because to do so would violate Title IX, the federal law that bans sex discrimination in education. So this is a big victory for trans people, really for all of us. Uh, you get, Gender identity is the determining factor not biological gender so paula, it's, it's fabulous if you're just now joining us we're talking to attorney paula canny if i could get my words out uh it, we know <laughs> that that justice alito and, and thomas they're they're staunch conservatives uh but what has surprised me and i want to get your take on this is the trump appointees we're talking kavanaugh gorsuch and amy coney barrett uh, they're surprising some people, not as traditionally conservative or evangelical in their approach. Um, are you surprised by this? And does this give you hope for our Supreme Court still? Well, I mean, you know, you're either hopeful or hopeless. So I'd rather be hopeful. Mm. 
in terms of uh, this was complicated procedurally. This was a really procedurally complicated uh, process. They had two lower court uh, decisions. And so I, whether they agree with this or not, I think one of the things that they definitely considered is a super good plaintiff. He comported himself, you know, really, really well. And uh, the other thing is the Biden administration uh, also the ACLU in supporting the thing, the the argument that, you know, treating transgender students differently violates Title IX. So it's a special kind of law. And remember last year, the Supreme Court said people differently on the basis Paula Kenny, you're breaking up. I'm so sorry, you're, you're breaking up, but we've run out of time. We do appreciate everything that you had to say. We look forward to speaking with you next week. And we're also cautiously optimistic. We did catch that part. Absolutely. <laughs> and I put you. the hoe in hopeful, honey, so I'm ready for that. <laughs> now, coming up, James Corden is making changes to Spill Your Guts segment, and we're going to discuss why coming up next. Michaela is revealing the world's worst kept secret ever. Literally worst kept secret in all of Hollywood. Uh, but we're also super supportive of this, this sort of coming out. We're very proud of this individual. And Michaela is going to share that with some audio uh, in what's popping in just a moment. But first, I do want to remind you, we have a couple days left of Pride Month officially. And we've partnered with Ralph's and Food for Less and the Los Angeles LGBT Center to help fill the fridge for our homeless LGBT youth and seniors in need. Here's how you can help. Grab your phone, text the word FRIDGE, that is F-R-I-D-G-E, to 20357 all month long. Uh, for the next couple of days, that is, Ralph's and Food for Less are going to match your donations. So if you were to give $25 today, that money gets doubled, and that will put food in a fridge for an entire week for an individual in need right now. Yes. So if you can give back, please do so. Again, text the word fridge to 20357. Michaela, what's popping? Okay, so this is a really big deal. Now, I feel like we've always known. I was actually even like, are we doing this story? Like, we don't know. <laughs> but at the BET Awards last night, a lot happened. Lil Nas X made out with a man. Uh, Cardi B came out with her big old pregnant belly looking beautiful. And Queen Latifah gave a speech where she honored Pride Month. Uh, take a listen. Ebony, my love. Rebel, my love. Peace. Happy Pride. So she opens up that Ebony is her partner. Partner of years, and they have a, they have a child is together. Her child. Yeah. I have to say, though, I bet it's so inspiring. Mm-hmm. Her sitting in that audience watching a black king kiss another man in African culture like yeah. where yep. and watching all of these people f- so freely live their truths yeah wanting to just say hey ebony i acknowledge you on stage after all of these years uh-huh i mean i always thought she was a lesbian but well, yeah i know i know her i know her partner i mean i've been at events with them like yeah. I, I, we all know this people in the industry know this but again it's one of those things you respect you know somebody's privacy of course and it, it's like I remember Jodie Foster coming out years ago. Everybody knew she was, or Kevin Spacey. Like everybody, everybody knew. Yeah. I mean, for a long, long time, but it was wasn't talked about uh, in front of the public, really. Right. And so you're right. You're absolutely right. I can't imagine what it must have been like to sit in that audience, her heart racing, and seeing Lil Nas X out there performing his face off, kissing another man. I mean, that you got to think to be a queer black man in the world of rap and hip hop, and to go into like the home. 
of that culture, the BET Awards, and to have all those black male dancers grinding on each other and then, then just full-on French kissing. That, that doesn't inspire you. It's a, that's that's representation. Yeah, we talk about it all we the need time. It. We need that's it. That's what we it need is. It. We need it. So I love it. I love it, and I'm so happy for her. Now coming up in our final hour, as we're rounding out Pride Month, uh, we're taking a phone call from a friend and influencer slash activist. Amber's Closet is how she's known online. She went to a Pride event here in LA this weekend and she was kicked out due to homophobia. The names that they called her were vile and we're going to discuss and share her story in the next hour. Hey y'all, I'm just hopping on here to say happy Pride from me and my boyfriend Jeff who is refusing to be in the video but is in the room. I just wanted to say that even though I'm not gay or even bi, which is insane because I went to an all-girls school, (laughs) Jeff thinks that's hot, (laughs) Um, I am most certainly an ally and I love seeing y'all out there shaking your thing. So um, I just wanted to say celebrate and have fun. You really deserve it, sissy. And I have a gay cousin, so I know exactly what you're going through. Amen! You really deserve it, sissy. We love her. Oh, I love, love, She's love insane. her. She's so, so funny. Uh, we have a fantastic final hour coming up as we as we inch closer and closer to the end of Pride Month. Listen, Pride Month, I love it. But also, I'm exhausted by it. Yeah. I'm tired of speaking on corporate panels. I'm tired of explaining to people what it's like to be a human being and to, and to deserve respect. Uh, but I'm glad we did it. I'm also tired because we raged all weekend long in Denver, Colorado. Denver Pride. Absolutely. We raged. We weren't cool enough to go all the way out to New York City for Pride this weekend. We went to Denver instead. Uh, we were cool enough because I was performing. You sure were. Hello. And also, to be honest, uh, our flight was delayed so long on Friday. We I feel like you did go to New York. We could have flown to New York and then some. Ugh, it was uh, nuts. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. We had a great weekend. We are slowly recovering. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us all morning long. Uh, we're a little bit all over the place and, and we're, aware. Okay. we're aware of it. Well, we have a great hour this hour because um, we are going to serious for a second a friend of mine and a big activist influencer amber whittington known as amber's closet on instagram uh, was harassed at a pride event this weekend and uh, felt kind of forced out of this event her and her friends and she's gonna be joining us because you know we often talk about celebrating pride we're excited to have pride why do we need it and two of my friends just this month alone Mm -hmm. were kicked out of bars here in los angeles yeah for being lesbians. And our, our liberal stronghold of L.A. And they're getting yeah. kicked out of bars. So you know it's happening everywhere. She's also an actress on a show on BET. Yeah, called so The Love Tale. Yeah, the dichotomy of all of that as we celebrate Queen Latifah and, and we celebrate Cardi B and, and the queerness that is Lil Nas X at the BET Awards last night. This actress from a show on BET... Uh, have, having a very different experience. Uh, so we're grateful she's going to call in and share uh, her story with us in about eh, 13 minutes from right now. So stick around for that. Michaela, I love when you bring in these conversations because I think it's important to hear real stories from real people who are facing real discrimination in our community because it happens all day, every all day. All the time. And if it's happening in Los Angeles, 
can only imagine how bad it is in other parts of the country and the world. Absolutely. So thank you for uh, for that contact, and I can't wait for that interview. I'm not even going to call it an interview, just a conversation. Uh, but right now it is time for some news on the beat. Uh, COVID seems like it's gone, but it's not really. What's yeah. going on? Well, we know the Delta variant of the coronavirus could become a major problem in the U.S., but experts say it won't be as pervasive as the stages of the pandemic we've seen so far. Rather, it will be hyper-regionalized, devastating, dense, at-risk communities across the country. Those pockets will have low vaccination rates and low rates of prior infection. Meanwhile, Australians are feeling the frustration of repeated lockdowns. The country was praised for its early handling of the pandemic, uh, but outbreaks of the Delta variant and low vaccination rates have led to prolonged restrictions in some regions. Mm, Scary stuff. Australia, the entire country right now is on the verge of another intense lockdown because their vaccination rate there one percent. Why is nobody's that? getting that? They don't have access to the vaccine, and this is Australia, a very first world country. And we often think about the disparity in in our healthcare system uh, between white people and people of color all over the world. Australia is basically like the United States. It's not that different, yeah. Uh, as far as their 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 makeup, their cultural makeup, and they're struggling hard yeah. right now. Yeah, they are. Scary stuff. Um, all right, another news. Biden also this weekend tried to uh, walk back a rogue comment he made last week when he said he wouldn't sign the big bipartisan infrastructure bill unless it came paired with a multi-trillion dollar Democratic spending plan for human infrastructure. He was referring to huge economic recovery bill backed by Democrats. Biden assured potential defectors that he wasn't issuing a veto threat. And for now, it looks like the bill is back on track with bipartisan support. Republican senators like Mitt Romney accepted that Biden's comments were a flub, but the mistake gave opposing GOP members the opportunity to paint Biden's comments as deceptive. All right, another news. Madonna helped kick off New York City's Pride celebrations this weekend with a surprise performance at the Standard Hotel's Boom Boom Room in New York City. She also unveiled a new video for Pride entitled No Fear, Courage, Resist, which premiered on jumbo screens in Times Square yesterday. Uh, she, uh, this, uh, she wrote, We are here to celebrate our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters, supporting some amazing queer initiatives, declare Pride New York weekend open, and the return of New York City. Now, the performance was at a fundraiser for the Alley Forney Center and the House of Us, two organizations that support LGBTQ youth and provide for LGBTQ communities. The 62-year-old pop star showed up at 1.30 a.m. with blue hair, long pink but fingerless gloves, and a braless mesh top with leather straps that bore the words, not my president, spelled out in rhinestones. Her new No Fear, Courage, Resist video played on the jumbo screens in Times Square prior to her arrival. Now, I love Madonna, and I don't want to get dragged, but I don't know why she said not my president. Trump's out. Now it just looks like you're saying Biden's not your president. Also, I know there's still things to resist, but it feels like a year late. Yeah. It's like a day late and a dollar short. All of it. It's a little bit odd. I know. It's odd. Like she had this all planned for Pride last year, maybe? And yes, then it got like, delayed. <gasps> so she kept the shirt and the song and just delayed it for a year. And yeah. it doesn't really ring as true this year as it did last year. Yeah. I, I love Madonna. I feel that. I saw, I saw her fourth row Dodger Stadium Sticky and Sweet tour years ago. And this woman, I tell you what. She went out there and she double dutch jump roped for an entire set like, she Come had, like on. a full song like five minutes six minutes long 
talk about being in shape. That's I was incredible. exhausted watching her. Yeah. She did that every night. It's amazing. All right, well, uh, summer's here and it's queer and it's brought to you by McDonald's. Today it's going to be a high of 91 in Baltimore, 82 in Buffalo, 75 in Chicago, 88 in St. Louis, 115 in Indio, and 117 in Cathedral City. Now at McDonald's, get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid Strawberry Watermelon Slushy or McCafe Fraps and smoothies for just two bucks. Now why don't you give us a vibe of the day? Sorry, I'm reading about Madonna here and uh, Andy Cohen and uh, Anderson Cooper being there at the bar that night. That, that really tracks. Uh, so every time I thought I was being rejected from something good, I was actually being redirected to something better. I love it. I love that. I, that's good advice for everybody because yeah. I feel like when you get rejected, you're like, no, I can't. Uh, well, one story about rejection. A friend of mine went to an L.A. bar here this weekend, and she was rejected based off her sexuality, but what was weird is it was a Pride event. Amber's Closet is joining us next to discuss what happened. Now We had a, a friend of Michaela's uh, set to call in this morning to share a story of how they were greeted with all sorts of hateful, hateful homophobia at a Pride event in Los Angeles this weekend. Uh, They're not able to jump on the call right now. We're going to try to bring you that story tomorrow, Um, but we're going to use this time for our segment checking in uh, because this is the first time in a year and a half that Michaela Gordon has been on stage in front of our people, our community, performing her little heart out. And I'll tell you what, she looked like Beyonce. She sounded like Beyonce. The song's fire. Okay, that's enough. And we were living our best lives. I have to tell you something. What was it? What? But how? How did it feel? How did it feel to be back out there on stage? I feel like I don't even know how to express it. To be honest, look, I love doing this show. I love doing radio. I've loved sharing these stories for the years that we've been sharing them. But there's nothing quite like being on stage. It's just singing and playing is what I love to do. And I'm very fortunate because I sort of come as a duo with my partner, DJ Lisa Pittman. She'll DJ and I'll sing. Yeah, she's been carrying your butt for years. Years. And (laughs) I will say, I was really nervous when I woke up in the morning. And I don't normally get nervous, but I felt like... I haven't done this. Uh, I wrote a Pride Anthem in 2018 that I didn't want to put out because I didn't like it. I hated it. And then I just did nothing with it. And then Lisa was like, I think it's really good. And I think you should just put it out and stop getting in your own way. Like, you're going to put out a lot of music. So just put this song out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I will. So it's my first time singing my single that's not out yet. And I also Which is called Cry Love. You Which... can get it June 30th. Okay. But it's so on brand for you to release a pride anthem on the last day. The of last pride. day, of pride. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. So just getting on the plane and sort of getting back into the, the swing of things, like packing, getting on the plane, traveling, packing sensible shoes, packing sensible shoes, which I didn't. I didn't bother packing one pair of sneakers. I wore my show shoes. Uh, on the airport to the airport for the show <laughs> and afterwards, but it was incredible having you be there. You and I, it was really interesting because if you've made really close friends with somebody in a pandemic, you're starting to now see what well, their life is I, like I'm so outside gl- of a I'm pandemic. I'm so glad you said that because it's really interesting. First and foremost, I've known you for 15 years. I've never seen you perform live, right? Which is wild to think wild. about. Wild. Seen you on TV. 
Yeah, but not live. On social media. But I've actually never seen you perform live because we really came into each other's lives in a different way a couple of years ago than the pandemic happened. Um, So there's that. I also was thinking about going back, and a lot of people can relate to this, I'm sure, how this pandemic has been so difficult on individuals, on relationships, and I adore Lisa. And I know what she kind of went through this last year, losing her job and, and not she being. She able- had one of the worst years, and I watched my own partner's confidence yeah. sort of diminish. Well, that's the thing; it's the confidence. Yeah. Because I saw yours diminish too, and hers. Because yeah. I know mine did too. Yeah. And to not be able to go do what we do, I love radio, but it doesn't. It doesn't. There's no constant. Or there's no immediate like, like feedback gratification. Grat- none. But when you're live performing, whether it's on stage or on television like I do, there's something different that happens. And I know that you and Lisa, just as Emil and I have, we've gone through some rough spots, especially during this pandemic. It's not easy, um, especially when you've been with somebody six years or nine years, like, yeah. like the two of us. But I, I see a different Lisa and I see a different Michaela yeah. when I was there. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, you guys are cool guys. Yeah. Like, we were on stage. And you're like, come up here on the DJ with us. I'm like, I haven't done this in a while. I mean, but it was amazing. But um, it was so fun. It was so fun. And watching my partner, like, get her swag back. Yeah. Like, I was so turned on. I, I understood was like, it. Oh, there you, she is. you told me the story of how you met while she was DJing and you were performing. Yeah. And how, like, attracted to each other you were. Yeah. And I got it sort of conceptually. I'm like, okay, I hear that. But then to actually see it, and I actually got video. I, I sent it to you today. There's a moment where you're up there, and she kind of like you give her like a little pat, and you're hyping her up, and she kind of leans over and gives you a little kiss, and then she like does her thing because she's a badass. a beast. Like she's so good. She's so good. It, it, it was exciting. It was so amazing. The event was very stressful. The travel was very stressful. Of course, it's Every, also very on brand. My first yeah. Pride I get to do coming back out of a pandemic, thunderstorms. It got canceled. They had to and, move yep. the venue. Also, every single gay event ever done in the history of the world is also stressful. So stressful. <laughs> There's so many moving but parts. But I was so happy. My heart was happy. Mm. Some things didn't work like I thought they were going to, and it didn't even matter. Being with my, uh, my partner and watching her thrive again, being with... With you, who I have spent every day with since I've the pandemic, more than anybody but my partner. And honestly, we got very, very close, very, very quickly because we went through the pandemic together. The death of my grandma, the death mm. of my dog. We went through BLM. We went through your partner being black and standing up for him. It was wild to experience real life now. Mm-hmm. How we used to. It was amazing. It was incredible. It felt weird, but it felt right. And, and it, it was felt just... fun to not be like fighting for something. Yeah. Just 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 unabashed joy. Yeah. Yeah. It was so much fun. I was so happy uh to be there and I And I, we and we hope, we hope, hope, hope as many of you as possible can safely experience that exact feeling. Yeah. Whether it was this weekend or next weekend or sometime this month or next month, just find time to de- decompress and like let out some of that stress of the last year and a half. Absolutely. And we have a great show for you tomorrow, as always, as we're kicking off our final week of Pride. But you know Pride's 365 days, so it's not too bad. We'll have the Denver vibes off of us, and we'll come back in as the professionals we're not. Have a great rest of your day.